Ramble. Welcome to the Tripod. We are the Try Guys. This is episode one. Woo! We're four best friends who try stuff. We have a YouTube channel together. Uh, we happen to live particularly insane lives, especially right now. And so this podcast is a chance for us to hang out every week, talk, catch up, and just let you know what we're thinking about. In the past, we've tried stuff like dog sledding on a glacier, and our helicopter broke down and we almost got trapped there. Yeah. Didn't uh, see that in the video. You did not. <laughs> and they were going to watch this video too at the same time? Well, they'll, they they'll pick to. and choose. Oh. Do you think they'll be watching or they'll just load it up in YouTube and listen to it? That's, That's what, what I would I do. do. Yeah, I honestly, I'd probably go to the podcast store. Drop on by the podcast store, peruse <laughs> the podcast, grab a bagel while you're out. I just love being at the podcast store because, you know, it's yes, you could shop online, but being able to really touch and smell and <laughs> feel the podcast. The podcast yeah, and there's all the add-ons like you can pick up, you know, some bubble gum you can mm -hmm. get like you know eh, give me locks with that podcast well there's nothing worse than getting a podcast and getting home and realizing it's not ripe yet you know you gotta mm -hmm. do the touch test. gotta do the touch test and we're gonna allow you to touch our podcast right now Squeeze ours is it. definitely not ripe yet <laughs> <laughs> i guess just this once since this is our first episode maybe we should do a roll call <gasps> Because we have like these, you know, these. Oh, everybody say your name and one interesting fact about yourself. Oh, God, no. Yeah. I, no, okay. this is that big, this wow. giving me anxiety. My this name, is, my name is Keith. <laughs> I sound like this. And when I was 10, I taught myself to juggle watching an episode of Full House where they get Whoa. trapped in a garage and Jesse puts on a circus for Stephanie and he juggles. And in that moment, I was able to understand the pattern of juggling and I picked up three balled up socks and started to juggle. You are such a freak in nature. When I learn <laughs> about your your childhood, that's crazy. You, Keith was that kid that just entertained himself and like you built a mini golf course yeah. for your birthday. Yeah. That's crazy. Can you imagine that back then that Aunt Becky was super going to be part of this admission scandal? Like it just makes me, right? I didn't imagine back then that anyone would do that. I mean, think of all the things you could do with half, half a million dollars. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember if I had a crush on Aunt Becky as a kid. Oh, Every, everyone yeah, had well, a crush yeah, on Aunt yeah. Becky. Pretty Even much I I'm had a crush on Aunt <laughs> Becky. Pretty much why I married a Becky. Oh, there oh, you go. Wow. Yeah. Well, watch out when you guys have kids and go to college. You don't know Ooh. what Becky's Look, will do. I'm making sure my child gets into the best institution <laughs> at whatever cost. I didn't know there was another way. Who was your, your <laughs> number one uh, uh, childhood TV crush? Girl or boy? I don't care. Oh, I guess we, that's we don't, that's we don't, only oh. for me. We're not choosy uh, here. Alex Mack. Oh, Alex big. Mack is big, yeah. That first scene, she's naked in it. <laughs> that first episode, she's naked. <laughs> naked. She's naked. Topanga oh for anybody? Oh, Topanga, right? Definitely. Topanga. Yeah, Topanga. You know, when I moved out to LA, I saw a Topanga bumper sticker, not realizing Topanga Canyon was a thing. I'm like, man, this dude loves Boy Meets World. Uh, for me, it was Lois Lane in Smallville. Oh, Kristen Crook? Uh, I, no, that's, I that's Lana Lang. I don't know who. She's she's hot too. No, Lois Lane came though. in like season three. Oh, you're talking about Lois Lane. Yeah, no, yeah, Lana, yeah. Lana, Kristen Kirk was way. Okay, was that childhood or was that like young teenhood for you? Yeah, young teenhood. Okay. Childhood, you know, I don't, I, I didn't know what girls were in childhood. True. Big one for me, Summer Sanders, host of Figure oh, It Out. Yeah. A former Olympian. You it's, guys watch Figure It Out? Yes. Uh, yes. No, I don't know. It was know a Nickelodeon game. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. I think we actually should 
revive, revive that show. I was thinking. You want to turn this podcast into an episode of Figure It I'm Out? I was telling <laughs> you, I think that was a really good kids game show. I agree. And I had vivid it, fantasies of being on that show. You wow. can imagine the React Brothers bringing that to life with their cast. That would be amazing. Like the, the I think that the the React Brothers, the, the Fine Brothers, Brothers <laughs> with the React and the React staff. I knew what you meant. You know, the React Bros. Uh, it really is like a perfect show for them to produce. Can we edit out the suggestion where we tell them to make it and yeah. we'll make mm -hmm. it instead? Thank oh, by the way, yeah. joining us today and always is Miles Bonsignore, our internet digital butler and podcast gremlin. Hey, what's up, darlings? Can we call you, call you a podcast consigliere? Oh, I like that. That's very godfather. Oh, he, the consigliere helped the godfather kill everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was the guy that um that approved your stamps. He also did that for The Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My childhood crush was Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob. <laughs> Ooh, he was well. he, he he you know he's he's, ripped. A, he's yeah. built but he's he, small. but he was always so friendly. He wasn't like a dick. He was the jock in Bikini Bottom, but he was always there to help. It's a great point. You know, yeah. even in his first episode, you wanted to hate him and you just couldn't. Ah, Squidward's the dick. Sure. Yeah. Hit us with that Squidward left. <laughs> All right, let's keep this roll call going. Eugene, what's your name? No, what do I don't you sound like? And what's a I fun don't fact? don't have a fun fact yet. This is like first day of camp or school. <laughs> Why are you doing this, Keith? I love there it. Good go. morning, campers. Go to, go to me last. I have to think of an interesting fact. Okay, Ned. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Ned. I sound like this. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, home of the Jaguars. Can't say Bortles anymore because he got fired. Bulls. Uh, my fun fact is uh, I was a chemistry major, and the reason that I... What became that and wanted to study the wonderful science of chemistry is because I'm a secret pyromaniac, or at least I certainly was as a teenager, and actually so much so that I almost got kicked out of my Boy Scout troop for lighting stuff on fire at the camping site. Were you like uh, the kid that would like spray hairspray on your floor and then light it on fire and oh, watch it? Dude, I would do you way better than that. Yeah, so you me. can make like flamethrowers. Are we teaching kids at home how to? <laughs> or hairspray. You can light a match and put like bug spray in front of it and it just goes like. Were you uh, you a match kid or lighter kid? Uh, matches. I didn't. I didn't have. You know, no, no smokers in my family. No access gotcha. to lighters. They won't sell you that at a gas station. And that's how you get into Yale mm -hmm. <laughs> by being interested in combustion. You hear that, Aunt Becky? Yeah. <laughs> you should have just given your kids some matches. <laughs> she would have learned. Okay, Zach. What's your uh, interesting fact? My name is Zach. Hi. Hello. This is my sonorous voice. Uh, mm. My fun fact. Uh, maybe I'll tell you the full story some other time. Uh, in the same week, in seventh grade, I almost lost a testicle, and I was on Saturday Night Live. In the same week. Same week. Wow. So. Are they related? Uh, no, okay. unfortunately. Who was the host? So I actually was on SNL the week before, and during the Saturday Night run-through, they cut our sketch. And that week was Al Sharpton. Reverend Al Sharpton was the host, gearing up for his presidential election, and Paris Hilton, fresh off her sex tape, wow. was the special guest. And she was in two sketches. Very racy of SNL. Yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> I mean, she was the biggest thing in the world at that point. It was Simple like... Life. Mm. Yeah, I, don't, I think it was before Simple Life. That is hot. It's hot. It That's was. Hot. I, I think she had just done the sex tape at that point. And all, me and the other 13-year-old boys were so excited to see her, even though I had not seen the sex tape. 
That was back when when she was taking selfies. She had to turn an actual like camera around. Yeah, on herself. yeah, yeah. Those did the she days. invent the selfie? She claims she did, but I, I think the selfie was clearly <laughs> invented by whoever did it, the first self portrait on camera in like the late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, touche. Perhaps it was an artist. Yeah. yeah. So wow. the sketch was Wake Up Wakefield, which is Rachel Dratch and Maya Rudolph as high schoolers. It's oh, I love that an sketch. An incredible yeah. sketch. But Paris Hilton was not a very good actress at the time. What? So they, they cut the sketch in favor of another one where she just had to sit there and let Jimmy Fallon make jokes about her. But you were in that sketch and you were an iconic actor I that have carried elevated it. the entire scene. No, I was a background actor. I, I held an instrument and occasionally went, yeah. But the next week, Sounds fun. They they brought the sketch back after my whole testicle fiasco, mm. and Elijah Wood, uh, right before the first Lord of the Rings movie <gasps> came out, was the wow. host, and that time it aired. Right before wow. our worlds changed, changed forever. forever. Seriously, your vision of him must have been so different after Lord of the Rings. Oh, big time! Yeah. I didn't really know who he was, but I, I was excited for Lord of the Rings. I had read the books, and I was I was amped for it. Can I tell you? I've actually weirdly, he is the celebrity I've run into most in life. Like there was a couple. I believe we call it celebo on Cele- this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we actually the official term here at the tripod is celebo. Yeah, my number one avocados. My number one celebo sighting. But I like <laughs> there was better. a there was a three year period where I ran into him like five times, and it was like to the point where like I kind of made eye contact with him, and he was like, "Huh," and I'm like, "I'm not even gonna say hi because I've said hello. To, I've seen you so often." I mean, yeah. he probably he's thought you were a distant relative. Old news. He's introduced me to his mother. I've met his brother at a different time. Oh, like wow. we've we've caught up twice i mean caught up i was like hey man i don't know if you remember me but i was on that episode and he's like oh cool but several yeah. times it's weird it's getting you weird definitely at this point. don't remember me huge movie star but this one <laughs> I, time when i was a child <laughs> i held I a trombone behind, behind you i was behind you and i was a child that's the saddest claim to fame an anyone could said, ever go yeah. up to yeah. if someone come up to celebo and said that that's just the saddest thing i would ever hear i also was at an event where he dj'd once like i cannot escape elijah wood well, really what? it seems like it's getting to be a hardship for you <laughs> yeah it's a real burden <laughs> Do you guys think I could release a sex tape and get the same thing? <laughs> I'm just thinking about it because it seems like that sex tapes typically make you super fucking rich and famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it seems to fucking work. I, I guess you maybe need uh, to I be think, attractive. I think the cultural lady. shift is is uh, there's a difference now. Post, uh, yeah, it's like a good thing. I think it's bad now. No, what are you talking about? What? When did it get I bad? I think it's worse Back now. To being bad. Yeah, because I think with the uh, you know like Me Too movement in the digital age, like before, I think it was like leaked by PR or when it came out, they could spin it in a certain way. But now everyone. You know, I think now it's considered more an invasion of of privacy. What if I make I say hello? My name is no, Keith. Not, this is my a, sex tape. A, like you, you make it. It's not like somebody. Well, tell me the most recent sex tape that made someone famous. Kim Kardashian, and she's like a that bu- was bu- the, bu- that's the bu- bygone billionaire. I'm, I'm talking about like po- post 2010 12. Emma Tommy Lee. <laughs> <See>. <laughs> All right, listeners, you hear us. If you've got a sex tape and you're a famous <laughs> celebo, drop it so that Keith can follow in your footsteps. I mean, you're right, Eugene. All of the recent celebrity nude uh, things that I can think well, of been are like from hacking, phone hacking, yeah, and right. that's obviously fucked up. And but, super, this, I'm but I think Keith's idea one. has some merit. I'm doing the night vision. I'm going to have fog. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be set. Yeah, it's going to be set. To obscure it, you know, you don't want it to can be I, like, can I give so, you- like vulgar. You want it to be like a little bit sensual. Yes. Can I give you a piece of advice yes uh you cannot be the one who sets up the camera it needs to be i guess in this 
imaginary world it's your your wife becky who's made now i'm uncomfortable thinking about this as a real thing but she has to be the Go one on. <laughs> <laughs> she has to be the one that sets up the camera that way it's clear that that she's spying on you not you spying on her because no, I think keith can make a self-promotional sex tape <laughs> yeah. just he should do like a little vlog intro and in yeah like hey what's up what's fam up? hi guys uh, it's keith from try guys uh this is my first sex tape never done a sex tape before a little <gasps> nervous try about guys, it try sex tapes uh yeah <laughs> anyways uh becky is about to come in the room she's super on board <laughs> and it's like gonna be awesome but you know I hope you, you enjoy have it. To do one, and then I, I have like pre thoughts and post thoughts that are woven in really well. And I have an expert. I <laughs> yeah. interview somebody about <laughs> their sex day. What do I need to do Paris to Hilton. become famous? I do know wow. based on. I think it'll be the best edited sex tape ever. Oh yeah. No, you can't edit a sex tape. What are you talking about? You should just watch it all the way through. It's gotta be in the moment. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Are you gonna to make, make a production? I'm gonna have to edit about twenty sessions to make it look like one, <laughs> just so it retains the audience's interest. <laughs> So right when I was first dating my lovely wife Ariel, where's this going? Where's this going, man? I'm uncomfortable with that segue. <laughs> I'm into we, it. It, it has a funny ending. We decided we decided we were in France and we we're like, oh, we're on this crazy vacation. Let's make a sex tape. And so we started filming it. Wait, and, what? <laughs> yes. But 30 seconds in, we we like get to like, it's all set up. We like start embracing each other and the camera runs out of battery. That was probably the the, the happiest moment. Best thing that and the happened. best thing that could have happened in retrospect. Well, because there's a lot of people out there who film themselves uh, having sex and they play it back while they have sex with other people oh, or that with the same what? person. No, I, yeah, wow. it's a huge other thing. People. Really? It's yeah, like, so it's like, I'm going to put on my tape. my sex tape. Yeah, so that it's it's like the height of narcissism, but it's kind of hot, right? It's and like a natural segue yourself. into Eugene's fun fact. <laughs> oh, yeah, all my sex tapes. Uh, I'm Eugene Lee Yang. Oh, okay. When I was a kid and I was bullied a lot, I used to make voodoo dolls out of Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah. And then I would try to find the coolest ways to sort of murk my bullies. Wow. And the most epic was when I would uh, go onto the highway that was near my house and I would <laughs> spread my bullies, Play-Doh dummies across the highway. And then I would film them getting run over by, <laughs> by semis. Wow. And I would be laughing in the bushes. Uh, this little kid, little Asian kid in Texas so sad. I wish we could get that footage. Yeah. Oh, it's somewhere in I one of my dad's. Watch it. You know, back old camcorder. Should we be concerned that as a child you were running into the middle of a highway and and <laughs> you know, placing like toys? A highway, highway. Or that was a little two laner. It was a highway. It was like a it was like four four laner. Not like oh, a wow. not like a main. One. It was like a country highway. Country. Highway. I don't know yeah. what that is. County road. You know, when you live not I'm a Yankee. In, uh, uh, yeah, in it's New like uh, when the highways become more. Like between rural and urban, you know, that's like yeah. the the speed limit's still seventy five, but there's not a lot of uh, not enough space. cars. There's not enough cars where a kid couldn't run across and put down play doh. You know, I'm actually I'm going to experience highways like that for the first time because the day that we are announcing this podcast or the day that we're releasing this podcast, we just announced our nationwide tour. Hey. Oh my gosh, Chicago just sold out. Oh my gosh, oh. New York City. We just don't know sold that. That's out. not true. Don't Hello, Oh, you better get your tickets now. It's just, oh, oh, you just missed Oregon. It's we're not, going, we're not going to Oregon. We're not. No, we don't have a Pacific Northwest city, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Not even Seattle. It's not. It's not. And people should know we don't get to decide the cities. It's based on like typical tour paths that people it's, take. For routing is just a whole different yeah. logistical right, cause, thing. Because it's it's not just any tour. We're gonna have 
a tour bus. Yeah. 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 Like we're going to have a big ass bus that's going to go from city to city. And I guess it would be hard to go all the way up to Seattle and then all the way back. First question I've been asked by every single person I, I'm tell, I've told that we're going on tour is, are you going to wrap your bus? Is it going to say the Try Guys around it? No, well, we got, I got, I was, uh, I was w- talking to Rosanna Pensino, delightful, okay, tiny person. Drop. Uh, <laughs> so she's little. so little, she's so little, even with heels, she's tiny, but she's very, very sweet. And mm-hmm. she told us from her tour uh, she wrapped her her bus because she thought she should. Right. Um, don't do it because you can't slide the doors and windows open what? when someone uh, lays poo-poo. a dookie <laughs> oh, in the no. bathroom. Oh, that's bad. And she was like, but you guys are probably fine because we didn't really poop that often. Oh. And I said, <laughs> oh. We, we poop oh, a lot. Secrets Actually, most of our <laughs> threads are about poop. Yeah. yeah. Well, not anymore. It seems like when we're traveling, they are. Mm-hmm. I, because when, when we're traveling, eating, doing food videos. That's what I'm saying. Traveling really sends your your gut for a whirlwind mm-hmm. you know that's the phrase right sending your gut for the for a whirlwind <laughs> well we're gonna have a stretch of seven days where we're not gonna see a hotel room we have seven shows in seven days which wow. is kind of insane uh so yeah we're just gonna be sleeping on the tour bus we're gonna wake up in a new city and it's it's gonna be a real real journey like bed like bunks mm-hmm. right yeah it's not like you're sleeping in it i'm so excited about that me too. I'm actually be kind of super fun. excited about it. I'm only nervous because I know that Eugene's going to be able to stand and look <laughs> at me sleeping. Okay, we don't need to bring that up. He so loves to watch people sleep. I don't he love it. it. How do you love something when you just naturally do it? You know, it's I just, feel like you are you're going to be the type of person that you're like, I I, I want the top bunk. You want the I top bunk? Because exactly. if it has a stri- like yeah, a really if it fast falls, turn, then you're going to fall off. I actually I would like the bottom bunk. I like top bunks. Yeah, have we not discussed this yet? Are you three bottom, bottom bunks? bunks? In life, obviously, I want the top bunk, but on a fucking <laughs> bus, I want the bottom. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you don't want to be no. smashed by the top bunk when it crashes down. Actually, I believe that there is one big bed in the back, and I believe I will be Ooh. sharing that probably with Keith. That's <laughs> how it works. Because I have a bad back, and he has a freakishly tall body. Spicy, spicy. I do want to see if I even fit in that bunk bed situation. I don't know. I don't understand the preference for top bunks. To me, top bunks are total and utter bullshit. Whoa! Who, who wants to climb a fucking ladder to go to, to sleep? Or when you wake up having or, to pee? Yeah, if you have to pee in the middle of the night. Oh my god, I have so many bunk bed stories I'm realizing. Yeah? Yeah, I have two that are jumping to mind. One, uh, when I was a kid... Okay, I'll start with this. When I went to sleepaway camp as a kid... I didn't, I hated making my bed. I despised it. And you guys didn't go to sleepaway camp, right? I went to like a one week sleepaway camp. Yeah, no, I went to, I went to Jewish sleepaway camp, which is like four or eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Parents are like, get the fuck out of here. Let us have a fun summer without you. Y'all, y'all do any flamethrowers though. (laughs) We we didn't because we're trapped on this, in this bunk. But I hate it. You had to make your bed before you were allowed to go get breakfast. I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm just going to get back in my bed. So I came up with a hack. This was when I was like, what? And I was super young. I slept in a 11 sleep. I made when the first day I made my bed, made it so tight. Every day thereafter, I slept in a sleeping bag because oh. I'm like, I don't have to make my bed. I'm just sleeping in a sleeping bag. I didn't think about like 
germs at that point. So I was just sleeping in one unwashed sleeping bag for four weeks. Sounds nasty. It is nasty. You also probably just looked so stupid. I did look stupid. <laughs> so one night. It's like military Jewish summer camp. I thought it was about the arts and about having fun. This is like, about- you shall make your bed before you have eggs. I did end up going to an art one after, but all sleepaway camps are the same. They're all, they like love that that oh, this cleaning discipline. wasn't an art one. This was like a military one. No, it wasn't Most a military one. Most of them are sports. One. Sports, yeah. Sports. Which is why I then transferred to the artsy yeah. one. Because yeah. yeah. I, I used, to, I worked at one. Yeah. So I, I was the person who had to make the children clean every morning. We had like a chore wheel mm-hmm. and every morning you had mm-hmm. to do this. But wait, listen to this. So my sleeping bag was longer than my bed. So oh. it was a child's bed. And so one night in the middle of the night, the excess sleeping bag fell off the bed and the weight of it started pulling down pulling down Uh-oh. and i woke up in free fall uh, where the, the uh, weight of the sleeping bag pulled me off uh, and i just woke up falling uh, in the air and uh, it felt like i was falling for an eternity and then boom and the back of my head smacked the floor uh, and the rest of the kids just kind of heard like boom Ow. <laughs> <laughs> and I just fucking, I left the sleeping bag, got oh, in the no. bed. I'm like, I'm making my bed every day. I don't wait, care. Wait, was this top bunk or bottom bunk? Top bunk. Ah! Yeah, that's the point. That's why you don't want the top bunk, because sometimes you might die. Okay, nah, Eugene, make the case for the top bunk and try to avoid like, oh, I, I want to be a top or I want to be a bottom <laughs> type of, you know, stuff. Okay, he wasn't going to oh, do excuse that. Well, it's implied. It's implied. Well, excuse me, right gay rights. Implied. When you're on the bottom, you can kick the bed on top of you, making you a real power bottom, which I love. I don't <laughs> like I don't like how straight culture has now decided that they can talk about tops and bottoms. Okay. I, I don't. Just knew Get that a dick gonna, in your ass. I, I won't knew talk about you it. were going <laughs> to go there, and I wanted to head it off because I, I want I I, I to actually talk about beds. No, it's okay. The culture's, culture's shifting. Straight guys are now like, ooh, I'm like... Power bottom, and I'm like, it, you have no idea what that means, buddy. Does it work the same way with slang? Where once straight people start talking about tops and bottoms, gay people are like, "We don't do that anymore. We just dock." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told you what that was. Yeah, yeah. Do you not know what that is? Docking is uh, the funniest. It's one. very funny. Yeah, I'll tell you after. I know. Well, I'll tell is. you when you're older. I know. It's what like it a is. space station. <laughs> it's like a spaceship. Yeah. When they're trying to connect station. the alien ship that's abandoned with the spaceship. We have to. Miles, remember. you know what I'm talking about? I know. I've seen. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, I'll you, you've seen it. I've seen, uh, I've seen a picture. I've yeah. seen it. It's fun. I've seen a picture. Yeah, I googled it one time and I was like, "What's that?" It was. It was alarming. We don't need to explain. Anyway. The case uh, for the top bunk. Yeah, top bunks. I, it clearly is not a safety case. I think it's just out of pride. Well, you it like the solely thrill. out of the thrill of being the kid who has the feeling that it's like getting the front seat. It's like getting shotgun. So it is about being a top. Yeah. Emotionally, spiritually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I still have See, that. You're that, like king. I, you're king of the world when you're up there, of course. And if there's an earthquake, and if the the bunk bed is like not stable, you would smash your friend. Oh my god, I thought about that all the time. Yeah, yeah. being on the bottom bunk is terrifying. I was convinced that it would crush me because yeah. it creaks. I, and you hear it. But what actually happened to you? You fell out of the top <laughs> the t- bunk, woke up in free fall. That's true. And you potentially have an undiagnosed concussion. Once a lava lamp fell on my head, and I feel like I got an undiagnosed concussion. Well, how how does a lot was it turned on? Was it hot? No, thank God. That would have burned. And I hurt. had it on a top shelf, and I was like getting. I was reaching out. You know when you're lazy in bed and you're trying to like reach, but you should just get out of bed and walk over and get something. But <laughs> yeah. instead, you reach like a goon did across you reach, the room. Did you reach with your foot to try and grab? No, it? I I laid off my bed with my bo- my torso dangling off as I was reaching to open a drawer. 
that had something in it, like my Game Boy. And as I Game pulled, Boy Color? Yeah. And as okay. I pulled the drawer open, I didn't realize that it had snagged the cable of the lava lamp that was on the top of the shelf. And I opened it. And I, as I was reaching for my Game Boy, I just get like thwacked with a heavy glass Ooh, bottle in the wow. back of my head. And I don't really know what has happened in that moment. I'm just like, oh, because <laughs> 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 something just hits you in the back of the head. You don't make a very good same like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like laid limp there and like, yeah. I was like what was happening to me <laughs> what happened to me um, and then I looked and I saw this lava lamp <laughs> and then I like laid for another like minute like being like am I alive am I okay and I touched the back of my head and there was a big bump there I'm like no blood no blood <sighs> thank god there was no blood I didn't break the, the skin but I was like wow Ouch, ouch. Then you, I you know what it would have been? What would have been cool is if your skin broke and the lava lamp broke and the lava lamp went into your bloodstream and you became, you became a Alex superhero. Mack. Oh, uh, I was about to say a superhero oh. called Lava Lamp. She she was. Cool That's too. good too. Yeah. She was. <laughs> what, are, what are lava lamp's powers? Uh, your lava lamp powers, if you touch an outlet, you you glow and bubbles start <laughs> popping around. The power of my you, bubbles. Like, <laughs> what if you vomited what Bub- looked like lava lamp bubbles and at captured your people? Yeah, I that's pretty cool. I think you're selling it short. I think a lava lamp superhero would be cool. You could your body could become that goo like Alex Mack, and you can shoot hot goo at people. Right. Or it, maybe it's not even hot. Maybe it's just, just makes goo. people psychedelic. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just funky. I just make <laughs> yeah, people funky. disco dance. <laughs> You're just I, vi- visual LSD. I feel like the hero would be named Lava Lance. Okay, also, now we've taken it too far. I also just remembered the time that I woke up and my bed was on fire. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Had, Wait, what? I had one of those electric... Uh, blankets. Stop plugging stuff next to your bed. Yeah, oh. well, that's exactly what happened. Wait, I, this is horrifying. Yeah, it was probably one of those things. How old gets, were you? I don't know. I, it's a very, very hazy memory of Young. my bed being on fire and wow. me screaming. And I think it wasn't like the whole bed was aflame. It was but just you a, woke up and there was a fire at your feet. There was feet. a small fire at my feet and I screamed and my dad came in. Oh my God. You patted know, it out. Patted it out. Now, speaking as a, a outed pyromaniac, I'm not into that. Well, you don't want to be on fire. (laughs) You know, based on these stories, Ned, I think you'll have to take the other top bunk. Uh, It just, you know. We're just clumsy. uh, You guys, they're they're so clumsy. Yeah, well, they're already on a bottom bunk. We're in bed. Yeah, we're in the we're in the the master suite. Yeah, there's no master suite on the. I think there is a master suite. It's made for like a single artist. Really, I thought there's like eight bunk beds. We'll have to see. We haven't actually bought our bus yet. Yeah, I can't believe we brought up. Sex tapes and docking in the first episode. <laughs> like, well, people are think it we're happens. just twelve-year-old boys. This is it. All we right. did it. All right. All but right. you know, it's interesting. You, uh, you know, gay culture. We see any straight man, and we can immediately tell if they're a top or a bottom reverse. Because being a bottom isn't bad. That's the thing. A lot of people, oh, you're a bottom. It's like no, there's a huge amount of people who bottom all the time. But it's more just the energy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people are like, oh, this aggro dude is for sure a top, and it's like, nah. All right. Well, hit us. You want it right now? I, yeah, we're you not putting that in the first you, podcast. All right, yeah, we'll we got to save that. Tune back next week. Come back. Uh, subscribe on wherever you subscribe to find out. Well, maybe once a week you'll tell us who's a top and who's a bottom. We'll tease it out <laughs> okay. over the course of a well, month. Well, okay, I'll start with you, Zach. Then. Well, it's next episode two. No, I'll tease. Oh, don't, really? Don't tell him. Ah, oh, but then you got to give him a taste. Him. Okay. Well, Classic Zach's the most obvious. Move. Yeah. Okay. Here we go.
All right, Let's so I think we have some uh, agendas from. Yeah, the... Miles, what are we? What what's, what are we doing today? Well, boys, today's our first episode, so I'm You're like our Bosley. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to be does asking that make us Charlie's Angels. Yeah, but there are four of us, so one of us has to go. Please continue, Bo- Bosley. <laughs> well, boys, uh, it's your first podcast episode released to the public, so I'm going to be asking you some first date questions, so new Ooh, listeners can get to know wow. you. Ooh, wow. Wow. First date. Mm-hmm. Wait, first date questions? Like, yeah. What? Someone put a list together to ask your first date. Mm-hmm. So weird. As someone who was hopelessly dating for a long time, I can tell you that you you start to doubt yourself, and so you start googling things. Be like, what the fuck am I supposed to talk about on this thing? Yeah, I've definitely googled some of these before, and then they're like, oh, these are all horrible. Yeah, um, I googled I googled what, like what to ask on the first date, and there were different tiers. It was like, okay, before the meal gets oh, there, oh, okay, and wow. then after the meal gets there. I love this. You so, guys have all been though, it? like like date two or date three, and you're like, fuck, I think I'm out of things to. Add. It's like before like. Uh, natural charisma and like your your um before your natural like a uh, way of being together takes over you just like run out of things to talk about imagine this we're all sitting down at dinner wow yeah. look very pretty oh okay what was the appetizer yeah what we like, had wasabi we? dumpling we don't like wasabi, wow. mm. wasabi we go for such looks a like it didn't go well just, just a dumpling full of wasabi <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible oh it's a fusion restaurant it's uh, new uh, horrible it's new. Yeah, my first Miles. question is <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here <laughs> my friend my friend told me wasabi about it wasabi peas are mostly peas wasabi dumplings are all wasabi it's new. It's new. No. Okay, so we're crying from the uh, exorbitant amount of wasabi we've been eating. Mm-hmm. It was $25. Yeah, it's very expensive. So expensive. Uh, what was your major? I, I was originally a French horn performance major, and then I switched to be a theater major like a week before college started. What is a French being a French horn major, what does that entail? What is it like you were the, a French horn major? Performance major. But is it like the history of French horn? French horn technique. Like how many fucking French horn classes do no, you take? No, so it's a general music performance uh path. So you do learn music theory, you learn other like music classes, but in general, the whole time you're there you're supposed to be studying to be a really good french horn player so you can leave enjoy the chicago symphony orchestra as their wow. french horn how many player. job openings would you say there are you know i actually looked because there i, I looked because i thought about could i a competitive work, market could i get back into french horn well enough to like try i thought about making a video where i take a month to train back up and then audition for a, a place where I could audition to be in their Seems symphony reasonable. orchestra. That'd be so rude of you in this limited job market to take a I mean, job they would from murder someone who you. Needs. Oh, I would not yeah. get, I don't think I'd get in. But you have to ha- prepare so much like dense literature. And then there is a, though a big posting of the jobs. I mean, we're going on a 20-city tour. You got to figure each 20 of those cities has a symphony orchestra. So that's, uh, well, you have two French horn players per orchestra. Four, well, we're going to need five. four. Based on the crazy show that we're planning, we're probably going to need at least three French horn players oh, per show. Yeah, yeah, that's a couple freelance. So you, we're oh, yeah, our tour is going to have a 30-minute 30 French horn break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just me practicing. Just you putting up your <laughs> little <laughs> flimsy metal stand. <laughs> By the end of it, <laughs> you're saying, children, you cannot leave your seats. <laughs> yeah. Man, so wait, I like w- how this is a first date question for college students. Like, I don't know uh-huh. that I've talked about my major. And like, in, like when I meet someone, it's really not What are you talking something... about? Your major comes up all the time. Well, I know I mentioned it earlier on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I meet you a friend at a party... Been... 
I don't oh, yeah, tell us. I, okay, so tell us. Well, first I was a chemistry major. I went to college thinking I wanted to study engineering, and I fell in love with uh, chemistry. Worked at a chem lab my freshman summer, a basement laser spectroscopy <clears throat> lab doing physical chemistry. And I figured, hey, I can do comedy with a science degree, but I might not be able to do science with a comedy degree. So I formally studied science while I was doing night shows at. Uh, Second City and I.O. in Chicago. Nerd. Your words are hurtful. (laughs) And this is exactly what causes people to think they have to pay a lot of money to get into a nice college. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, we're all total nerds. Yeah. Especially based on our majors. Yeah, but when he says it, that, like that about me, it, it's in a way where he thinks the things that he's nerdy about is cool, but he doesn't think the things that I'm nerdy about is cool. I actually, to be honest, I'm very jealous. I... I'm, I was a late to life science lover. I think mm. I just had shitty science teachers, but yeah. I love like biology. I've always. Sure, blame it on the teachers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. No, that's true. I mean, well, in senior year, well, I had a big impact. Senior year of high school, I basically had enough credits for the colleges I was looking at. I didn't have to take a science class. So I'm like, yeah, dope. I'm not going to take that. Uh, and I, I regret it. Like, I. Chemistry, you know why? Because chemistry in high school is so math-based. And I'm like, this is just a fucking secret math class. I don't want to do this. Whereas conceptual chemistry, so fascinating. Yeah, well, I also like the... The, the math part. The math yeah, part, I, too. It is I, mostly I, uh, math. I hate math. Yeah. Oh, but it is one of the ones you have to get through to get to the conceptual Mostly stuff. math. It's a lot of math. It's, it's like, enough math. It's, mm, <laughs> it's the most math out of the basic it's, sciences it's, No, take. physics is the most math. Chemistry is oh, right, right there in I that danger zone physics. where you get a little bit of theory, a little bit of math. It's the best of both worlds. I took, like, in college, I took an evolutionary biology class, and that was just... Like theory and literature oh, yeah. reading, and that biology's cool. just about it's amazing. Monkeys fucking each other. We took a, a, a one class on evolution, which was fascinating, Bonobos. and then it became about how evolution can teach us about human behavior. And then the second half of the year was about morality, learning, taking what you learned about evolution and how we got here, and how does that impact your understanding of morality fascinating that's cool i feel like i took the exact same class in college i wonder if all classes teach some sort of an evolutionary biology like teaching kids about animals and then teaching them what that means about being human you know i kept i kept all my books and all my writing and over thanksgiving i found them like i had this big box of like all my college learning and i underlined you know as i read that's how i i uh process information and I kind, I'm gonna, sl- I'm slowly going back through the books to tr- see if I can be as smart as I was in college. Mm. Oh, I've I was, lost I half was that much shit. smarter as a child. I feel. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely well, you start getting dumb at like 28. Yeah, Einstein yeah. did most of his work like before dumb. age 24. My it, when I think about some of the math classes I took in college, I'm, I, it's like, it's like a black hole. Like, I took linear algebra, differential equations. Multivariable calculus. Yeah, people are going to turn off the podcast. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, what, if you ask me what's the deal with each of those things, I would struggle to come up with even like the most basic uh, yeah, explanation. No and linear what's algebra. the deal with linear algebra? Well, Is keep, it all in a line or it, what? Something about matrices. Well, that's uh, so interesting. <laughs> I guess our entrees here. Um, oh, my <laughs> oh my gosh, what are we? What are we, what are we eating? Horseradish <laughs> a was- stew. A wasabi <laughs> steak. Wow. Mm, a pot roast pot sticker. That sounds great. It's only a dumpling wow. restaurant. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's new. Wow. That actually sounds bad. Wow. <laughs> it's a bad restaurant. That sounds good. Pot roast pot sticker.
If you were to win the lottery, what's the first thing you'd buy? How much money did I win? Is it is it the Mega Millions? Like, yeah, Mega It's like Mega Millions. Mega millions? How, it's, Mega it's like millions. what, like, like 480 million? million yeah, you get like, uh, yeah, yeah, 100 million dollars. Well, first thing I do is pay my taxes like a good American. They take a lot out of it when you win yeah, the lottery. Tax. It's just boom. Mm. I would probably try and keep it a secret. You know, there's all those stories about ruins how people's winning lives. the lottery. Yeah, it ruins people's lives. Ooh, I would buy... Um, I would buy a school. I would start a college. <laughs> You'd start really? a college? Yeah. A co- I think that's a lovely idea. I'd actually, if I were to do that, university. I would start a, not a college, like a like an elementary school or like a really, or a middle school, something for like. Well, my, and my uh, TAs can go to your middle school and elementary school to teach, to learn to teach at well, Keith College. What's your cool. philosophy at Keith College? What, what separates you from the other universities? Um, rely on the sex tape. <laughs> It's like everybody there is going to learn to have a really good profession. And <laughs> then also, sex there's also like a mandatory class. They learn how to make the perfect sex tape. <laughs> it's a good idea. I'm Alexander. I'm a Rhodes Scholar and I have a sex tape. <laughs> See, wouldn't that be if everybody had a sex tape, everybody could be rich and famous. It's tough because at a certain point in your life, uh, your answers become incredibly boring. Yeah. Because there's very practical answers to what you would do with that much money. Yeah. And then the cool answers are when I'm like, well, Lambo! Yeah, what will my 18-year-old self think? It's Submarine. very different. My answer is like not funny, but I would like, okay, first thing, clean water for Flint and then just like donate to the environment and done. Like, well, I would like make my own foundation. Yeah. Like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. But see, those foundations and stuff, that's kind of like the second thought. I think we need to go with the... So let's go with like... It's the... the, the, What's our spending fund? What's our like stupid... Yeah, what's your fun money? What's your fun money? Every Wednesday, a plane writes Keith in the sky (laughs) over every major city in the world. (laughs) Whoa. Every Wednesday. Every major city. I think think you've run out of money. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for a few Wednesdays. (laughs) Um... uh, I think I would fulfill a dream that I put out to Twitter like a few years ago. Uh, that was a stupid tweet, but I tweeted the city of Eugene, Oregon, and I asked them about this proposal I had where it was a festival of Eugene's, it's the Eugene's Unite Festival with an e- mm. EU, N-I-T-E. Wow. We fly out every Eugene that exists to Eugene, Oregon, so it's Eugene's in Eugene, and the the requirement is if you're Eugene, you wear blue jeans. So everyone's in blue jeans and Eugene, who's Eugene. And then jeans and Eugenia's uh, and genies are also welcome, but they have different types of denim they wear. Oh. Mm. Yeah. You know, I think... Uh, not okay. a bad idea. I mean, I think there's a huge, a there's a grassroots idea, movement behind it. And I it. think we could do it yeah. right now. <laughs> I yeah. don't think we need to be billionaires. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, that is true. We, well, we could Eugene just make it happen. Festival. I've been talking to the city. They said been, yes. I've been talking to their like uh, city planning people and they're like, oh, you have to uh, submit this application. And so I've been, you know, back and forth with them about the realities of they said they can make it happen. You could talk to Gap <laughs> to get a bunch of free jeans. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Anyway, uh, that's that's probably the dumbest thing I would spend money on. That does align with a, a dream that I've had where I've always, wa- I want to just throw my own concert or slash festival, mm. like a music festival. And I just want to curate the lineup. Who would be your headliner? At this moment in time? Oh. Vampire, Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend, yeah. Yeah, mm, but I would like them. if I could get any, but actually there's a music festival. There's a meme going around of people saying this is like Zach Cella or whatever. I saw that. And they put their it- lineup of their favorite groups, oh. like the top three headliners. What are your top guys? By the way, I know. See, look, I'm good at these first date. Yeah, you're great. Yeah, I was great at first date. Fuck you, Miles, and your wasabi dumplings. Mm -hmm. I'm having fun. (laughs) I I know it's old news by now, but I just watched the Beyonce Coachella documentary on Netflix, and oh my god, it is 
exhaustingly exhilarating. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Have you watched it? Those are two words that are very different. No, I get. I think they. Make it's just. Sense. It's so exciting that yeah. you feel drained. Nah, it's stop. like, oh my god! Because I watched it live, and you were there live, Eugene. I was like next to her. Yeah, and yeah. I cannot believe. Still, like, I just my jaw drops to the floor that she was able to pull it off. And it's a rare. She like shows her vulnerability in that, like, uh, in the beginning of it, she was coming off a of pregnancy. She had to like get back into Beyonce shape and like. Wow. It's unbelievable because it's that's just epic. such a flawless performance. So that's your top two, Vampire Weekend and Beyonce. <laughs> that's a cool. I don't think, honestly, I don't think I could afford yeah, anyone else. And who's your number three? Arcade Fire. And what's your three? The Keith Festival. Radiohead. Uh-huh. Good answer. Um, oh, God, this is so hard to choose so quick. Gorillas. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Have you seen Gorillas? No. On one of the best I, shows I, I've I, ever I, seen. That's what I hear. And probably somebody like, like, uh, the Beatles. <laughs> Just revive them. Uh-huh. <laughs> the White uh-huh. Walkers come down and touch uh-huh. the graves and, and raise yeah, them. Yeah, the, the zombie Beatles. What a, and I, the ones that are still uh, alive. <laughs> mine would be uh, Foo Fighters. Oh, God. Uh, David Guetta. Oh, wow. And Ariana Grande. Hard pass. I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, wow. You tell, wow. Zach, wow. Zach, people don't it know. It does sound like It's a little something for everybody. Though, right? It's a little something for everybody. I would have said Red Hot Chili Peppers instead of David Guetta, but I want to like, you know, fuel the EDM what crowd. David and Getta, that's like what is very top level EDM. What does David Guetta do? David Guetta. Like, he had like every hit song from 2008 to like 2014. A, a DJ that's elevated I know, to I know, like, but just like, give producing me one of the pop songs. tracks. Uh, um... Uh, I don't know. Don't know any of them. You know, I was thinking about this with I, uh, it, they, you know, you'd know them if you heard them. I was thinking about uh, this with us going trying to change the topic. <laughs> Wasn't David get a baby? This is what you came for. That's like Calvin the one. Harris. Yeah, that's oh, or is that Calvin Harris? Calvin. I like him. Hmm. Oh, he also did uh, the Nicki Minaj feature. It's always the yeah. guest so- artist who you remember. He has some great original. Work. Oh, didn't he do all the? He did. He was the one who did all the original Sia features when mm-hmm. Sia was yeah. first getting famous. Titanium. He has that. Titanium. Yeah. That's the song. Yeah. I'm thinking of. That's a jam. I love that one. Yeah. yeah. So he's not I bad. I wanted to call it Unlimited. I'm like, that's not the right one. I was thinking about this with us going on tour. Do you guys remember what was your first concert? Mine was Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I didn't go to a concert until I was like 20. Yeah. Really. Mine, mine was Lollapalooza. That was the first concert oh, wow. I went to, really, because... I mean, that's an easy one to get to. Yeah, yeah. I, I just... My parents didn't take Am I the me. only one who grew up going to concerts? Yes, your Yeah, dad your dad. Is, my my yeah. first one really works in music. every major yeah. band in my, the world. My first, concerts are expensive. I know. One of my earliest memories is being at a Billy Joel and Elton John concert and falling asleep to Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Uh, Must be nice. Very <laughs> nice memory. It's a lovely memory. It's also the first time I had grape soda. A, a wild day for me. My bed was twist. on fire. That's one of my early <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have Beyonce, mm-hmm. BTS, mm-hmm. and the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. My second memory in life is being at a Metallica concert, and they traveled with a Philharmonic. Yeah. And it was oh, like a epic. full orchestra. Any Philharmonic, but I love the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And my, I was told, I was staying next to speakers, and I had these big, you know those baby headphones that babies wear to not break their little heads? Oh, yeah, I have some for Wes. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta have the baby headphones. I was told, don't take these off no matter what you do. And I just, the second my dad turned away, I, I took them off. And wow. every sound ever produced flooded into my tiny baby skull. And that's why you can't hear anything. I can't hear shit. (laughs) Yeah, I have to turn the TV up way loud. So Eugene, you mentioned BTS, and this is the most 
dad thing ever, but I saw those boys on Saturday Night Live recently, and I, I'd, I'd watched a bunch of the music videos, and I was like, okay, they're fun, but I don't really understand why everyone is so passionate about them as a fandom, but seeing them do a live performance, they're such good dancers, and mm-hmm. me and Ariel were like, I, I think we just joined the army. Like, we, we were Who's hooked. your main? I don't know any of them. I don't, <laughs> could Tommy. not tell you which one. I like Tommy. Ariel likes the one with red hair. I like the one with white hair. Oh, that'll I, change every single album. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, need to get to know them better. I, yeah, I was really relying on the hair color to get to tell me who's who, and then they just nope. fucked that up. Any on new me. EP, everyone's hair color changes. Well, it looks like dessert is here, better and we dumpling. have a mango sorbet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Are you my date or the server? <laughs> I, I also work here. Oh, okay. So but I'm not working you just right heard now. about from your friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm not working right now. Oh. Um, <laughs> if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Jurassic Park. Star Wars. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. I'm, I'm siding with Eugene here. Jurassic Park. Wow. Next question. Yeah, yeah which, that's what the else easiest. You got? We're, we're, we all okay, know that. Well, um, if you want to open up just like the black hole of conversation, you ask me and Eugene to talk about Jurassic Park. Yeah. The rest of the next hour will that be That also exposed, up. again, our super nerddom amongst uh-huh. the four of us. Dinosaurs, space opera, fantasy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The holy trifecta mm-hmm. of yeah. nerds. Wow. <laughs> and we like it because it's secretly a horror movie. We've talked about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it was never a secret to me. I was always like, this is, that's a scary movie. Yeah, I didn't watch that as a kid because it's too scary. <laughs> too scary. It's too scary. What's yeah. the one movie as a kid that was like you had to turn it off because it was too scary? It. Oh, uh, yeah. I started watching mm-hmm. it because my brothers were watching it and it was terrifying. I was like, oh my God, this is so scary. Oh my God. That movie is, is it so scary? I think because it all takes place during the day too, right? Uh-huh. It's like where you think you're safe. And he's attacking children. Sure. I'm going to be real with you. I do not like scary movies. So I had to turn off Double Double Toy and Trouble with Mary Kate and Ashley <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, that's good. I don't. I like scary movies a lot, and I wasn't really scared of certain movies. I was scared of certain parts of movies. Like, certain parts of movies would give me nightmares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, during in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, when you finally see his eyes, the villain's eyes, yeah. that gave me nightmares later. Uh, and then... Right, or like in Mary Kay and Ashley, <laughs> Halloween, like, uh, their aunt gets trapped in a mirror forever. That's a really scary concept. I think, I think Keith and I did the same thing. In college, I bought... 12 Mary Kate and Ashley VHS tapes for $10 on eBay. And I had a whole collection because I had a, a VHS. Can't afford not to buy it. Exactly. And then in my going away party, when I moved to LA, I put each VHS out and I brought friends in one by one and I gifted them a, a VHS tape based on our friendship. Uh, Do- yeah, double, I, double, I, toil and trouble was the, the hot commodity. I had oh. like six or seven uh, as well, but I bought them from, from a thrift store because I had a combo TV VCR. Remember those when the TV, you bought a TV and it had a VCR. Oh, yeah. With, oh, as yeah. the TV. It was, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that. That was my TV in college. That was and sick. of course, like every, everything was obviously a DVD <laughs> player, but I didn't have that. So I bought VHSs and we watched the Mary Kate National <laughs> Sleepover Party that's all so fu- it's so funny all the time so, we love our brother but <laughs> that's just a line they both say in unison and like they do you want to do it in unison yeah. we, we love, love our brother, brother but and it's just like and they're, they're the line is for them to get cut off but obviously the other child actor doesn't cut them <laughs> off so it's just this very awkward long line and wait it's so good 
I had a, a VHS DVD, like one of those combo players, right? Where it did both. Like, oh, yeah. Back when we were in that transitional phase. Oh, yeah. But on the way up to college, I went over a big bump and the DVD that was in there got, got jammed and it got stuck. And so it was just a VHS slash Josie and the Pussycats player. <laughs> it was the only DVD. So through college, I watched that movie probably... 4,000 times. No. It's awesome. That's a very large number. It's a, Yeah, yeah. That means you watched it every day. I just kept it looping in the <laughs> back. Seems like, <laughs> it seems like, seems like you should change your answer from Jurassic Park. Yeah, I actually chose yeah. the Pussycats. That's yeah. the movie I could watch forever and ever. What a fun first podcast. Well, yeah. Everybody look at your thing. It says, oh, there's about seven minutes left. We're winding down. You're about to pull into that Walmart parking lot and you were thinking about turning it off. Maybe you're just going to sit in your car and listen to the end because sometimes in life, you just don't know what you're about to do next and you need a little advice. And when you need advice, you turn to a man, a man known for advice. In this next segment, we let Miles, uh, the youngest and least experienced of us, mm -hmm. give some sage wisdom. Please enjoy. This is advice that will go for Miles with your host, Miles. Bon signore. What's up, my little babies? Like are, are we the babies or are the listeners the babies? Listeners. Uh, the listeners are the babies. But we're, we're listeners right now. We're, we're, yeah. Have you ever wanted to be a clean little baby boy? Okay, we'll bite. What, what, how do we become clean little baby boys? Clean have you ever wanted your skin to shine? Yeah. I have. Use a loofah. Yeah, I'm on board. Now I know what you're thinking. My hand will do just fine. It will not do just fine. The loofah is going to exfoliate your skin. Now I know what you're thinking. Soap is fine. Not all soap. Some soap is bad for you. True. If soap has alcohol in it, it's bad for your skin. <gasps> you need to be using some sort of organic soap on a loofah and using the loofah on your skin, you will be feeling moist and clean and <laughs> fresh. <laughs> well, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, good advice. Thank I, it's you. weird that loofahs were became gendered. It's it's what? weird that did they? It's oh, yeah, weird that yeah. loofahs were known when I we were growing up as a woman's thing. You would go to see a, a shower of your female friend and you'd be like, yeah. what? Oh, there's a loofah in there. It was yeah, I mean, clearly being cleans for advertising. Chicks. <laughs> it's dumb, though. Yeah, every everyone should have a loofah, but also yeah. change it frequently. Yes. How oh, often yeah. do you throw away your loofah? I have never thrown away. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> Miles, how are you a clean baby boy? You're literally, you're rubbing your dead skin and bacteria back onto your skin. How often should I change Once a month. Once a month. I have had the same loofah for years. Miles, you are not. How is it stayed together? It's fine. It's not like totally loose and ridiculous. Wait, how old is this loofah, Miles? Okay, realistically, the loofah is probably a year old. Okay, Yeah, that's bad. You got to throw, literally, go, we're going to give you a lunch break today to go buy a loofah. Normally, I don't get a it's just that we leer over you and make you eat and we watch yeah. what you eat. No, wow, in, what, in what a the, great uh, piece of advice, Miles. Yeah, Miles <laughs> really the authority really on, on loofahs. Loofah. I don't know if people know this. When we were at BuzzFeed prior to this new company and new channel, uh, when we were at BuzzFeed, we, I, like in the early days, I made some of those old fact videos and like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Y'all did. Yeah. What's BuzzFeed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Buzzfeed. But that was one of the first like fact videos I did. It was like nine things in your house you have to throw away right now. And the loofah, it's, they grow 
they're just they it's moist it's, and it has all these nooks and crannies so it just harvests harvest bacteria oh no and once a month you got to replace that thing remember when you said moist yeah what that's, it, that's a bad word that's a breeding ground oh yeah okay yeah. i just buy the cheapest ones because those fall apart in about a month and that's then that's perfect that's time to get a new one i actually i buy the the travel size ones mm-hmm. uh for my tiny body yeah but uh, <laughs> But it's because like the big ones, there's it takes so much to wring it out. They make travel sized loofahs. Yeah, yeah, it's like the size of a fist versus the size of a fist holding a fist. Softball. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I want a baseball. Fist, you know the old fist, fist, fist holding, holding a fist. fist. Now, how big That's are your stakes? Is it hands. like a fist or like a fist holding a fist? <laughs> Maybe three fists. I love this first date. Uh, I really want to hold hands with you. Pulp. <laughs> <laughs> What wow. a fun first podcast. It really was. Some good advice there at the end. A little misguided, but we, we got you. We, we it's okay. It it's an advice circle. It's yeah. A, yeah, uh, Miles gives advice. the baby's advice. We give Miles advice. Yeah, it's nice. what, uh, what is the, the sensitive skin soap of your choice? Uh, I usually use a bar of whole food. Whole food. Wait, what the fuck, Miles? You said you use. I thought I thought you, you use rub a loofah. You rub a bar the on the loofah. <laughs> You're a monster, Miles. Are you kidding me? What's wrong with you, Miles? Are you fucking kidding? Oh my god! This segment, we thought it was going to be. I a put great the bar idea. of soap on the loofah until it gets sudsy, and then I put it on my body. I will say that using a bar is better for the better environment than, than using bottles. Is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, because it's a piece of plastic or not. Yeah, that's a great point. Be using liquid soap in general. I've like never yeah. heard of anyone rubbing a bar onto a loofah. <laughs> I'm a freak. What can I, I do say? you do that? You're you're like you're not uh sweet. You're not a yeah, actually yeah. When I whenever I do use a loofah, I use a bar. Really? I don't like liquid soap. I, I love feel like liquid it's soap. cheap and weird. Well, here. I can't wait to watch you guys wash your bodies on the tour. <laughs> the various <laughs> oh, ways in which yeah. you use a loofah. We'll have four color coded loofahs, <gasps> and we'll see whose has the most bacteria at the end of the tour. Ooh. That's actually a great video. That's going to be the one video we get from the Which tour. Which try guy Which is try the, guy grossest. the grossest? Who, whose bacteria duplicates the most in the same It'll environment? probably be whoever... Who's the nastiest is just the grossest guy. after every show? Dude, they're right? all going to hang on the same like shower head, so they're all going to be touching. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to shower on the bus, do you think? Sometimes. Do I think, think actually... I hope so. Are, are you they the kind of guys... We'd, we'd shower at the you theater. Are morning you morning showers or after... <laughs> I'm an, I'm an, I'm a morning shower for sure. Can't yeah. start my day without it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys are you gonna get um shower shoes? No. No. Well, what if you're what if you're in like what if we're showering in like backstage of a venue that we don't know? I don't get grossed out mm. by that. Yeah, I think I'm okay with it too. I, I feel like it makes get toe fungus. No, it makes me stronger. It makes me. A I don't boy. think that's true. <laughs> it's not true. I, yeah. I just don't, yeah I rarely get sick by that stuff. Okay. Okay. I you used know, to run around and eat dirt as a child. Okay. Oh, my so friend strong. was telling me yesterday that you should uh, be barefoot in the grass for five minutes a day to feel the vibration of the earth. That sounds I like I overheard that conversation. What, what are some of the things that people can look forward to on the tour? We announced today, tickets go on sale Friday. Friday. Yeah. Tryguys.com slash tour. Oh you my can gosh, Florida just life. sold out. <laughs> They're not on sale <laughs> We're yet. We're not yeah, in Florida. Not yet. <laughs> We're not going to Florida. Yeah. Florida, actually, that is true. Florida yeah, is totally tickets. sold out. <laughs> sold keep out. picking states we're There's not no going to be left. able to go May to. May 10th at 12 p.m. Eastern. That's when all the tickets go on sale. And we're going to go all around the world. And so what people can look forward to is it's going to be a kick-ass legendary show. It's called Legends of the Internet because we're not just going on stage and talking. We're going to give you a rock comedy variety musical spectacular. Throw in one more word. We are going to <laughs> interactive. <melt> your faces <laughs> off. It's going to be 
<laughs> oh no! Well, that seems like that's about the end, guys. Ned just dabbed. Do us a favor. Guys, just, do us I, a favor and go yeah. on those podcast stores and give us five stars. Here, here's what you should do. You should go on there, give us five stars, and then tell us a secret, and we'll look through all your mm. secrets and we'll tell the best secret on a future episode of the podcast. But you gotta give us five stars because if we don't have five stars, we'll feel like total fucking losers <laughs> and you don't want us to feel like total fucking losers do you no you don't you love us you're about to go into Walmart and buy some cat food and you you're just waiting until this thing ends I said seven minutes I meant 12 <laughs> I, you gotta go on that store and give us five stars baby come on now if you're listening to us uh, just on a podcast then you can see the video feed of this podcast on our new YouTube channel if you're watching us on the YouTube channel you can uh, just go listen to us instead I will say one thing about the tour Say it. No other YouTuber <gasps> has or will ever have a tour like ours. Wow. Are we the Beyonce Coachella of YouTuber tours? <gasps> no one is the Beyonce Coachella of anything <laughs> besides Beyonce. But I will say we are we're we're going to deliver on something that you've never seen before from a digital group. There's the version of this tour that we could do and it could be easy. And we thought about doing that. And then we're like, what if we do the craziest thing possible? Like, what if we, what if there's pyrotechnics? And we're going to have VIP meet and greets where yep. you can come chat with us, Little goodie take bags. pictures with us. We'll have free stuff that we're giving out. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm amped to go across the world country. I'm excited to see you guys. And anyway, all and right, I that's kinda, enough plugging. I kind of put cut you off, but you said pyrotechnics. Yeah. There will be fire. Uh, yeah, then in full fire. circle, Ned's there will be fire, fire. Oh, wow. and nice. I will juggle, and we will duck. No, we won't. But uh, <laughs> it's going to be a dumb bad show. Please come see it, or else we'll feel like total fucking losers. Uh, only right. one of us can duck. Hit us with the official tripod theme song. It's been great, and it's been grand. We'll see you later this summer. It's the tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful.